0: I'm sure there are many interpretations about what's going on or how or why and who knows. I do want to say that I doubt seriously that God wasn't fully aware of it uh, and behind all of it in the end and he knows what's going on and I'm sure his feathers aren't ruffled by it all. I'm absolutely certain of that. I've been studying scriptures for many, many years and God has always talked about that the nations are just a drop in the bucket in his eyes, all the nations, that he is not only God and king, but king of all kings. I don't know what that means, but that means that all the presidents and all the leaders are subject to his rule, that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and that he has the ability to do as he will whenever he will and there's none that can stop him, none. So he has the power to create things or to allow things and man has to deal with it. So for me this has been an eye opener. It's showing me the majesty of God that something so simple and seemingly insignificant despite all of our walls and all of our military and all of our great might in all of our great wisdom, that something so simple could cripple us, all of us, no matter who you are or where you are or how far away you are, that you're not protected from something so simple, a breath, that now we run and we hide. And I'm not saying that's wrong because it's justifiable. But, Pastor Simpson, just a breath. Just a breath. And we're humbled as a people. And we fear and we tremble and we withdraw and isolate and seclude from the breath. Oh God, how could this be? I I, I think about all the sermons that you've given me and how you have stirred my heart to teach your people the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To hold you in awe and high esteem and how you proclaim that there's none greater than you. That there's none that we should fear. Before God. There's none that stands before Him. None. And yet, we found a way to put so many things before Him. And I preached it over and over and over. I look at this picture. I said, What's going on? I got two phone calls. Two phone calls from people that I've been tugging at to draw near the Lord begging and pleading attempt after attempt after attempt and now all of a sudden at 7.30 in the morning can you come get me with conviction sure well the last time I came you were so uncertain you didn't even show up but I hear something in your voice that's different I hear something in your voice that's saying, I need to be there. Could God wake us up? How does he wake us up? What what do you respond to? I mean, we don't listen. I mean, you know, when the game's on, isn't that something? Do you know how many people don't come to church because of the game? You know how many games on? Yeah. I mean, and they got, <clears throat> I really like it. They got, <clears throat> I don't have a big TV, but they got like big 75. Jeff wanted to get an 85. I'm like, Jeff, that's gomangos. He's like, you know, I like it. But anyway, for the game. And they'll tell you, Pastor Simpson, you know the game's on. Well, I'm preaching about God Almighty. Yeah, I know. We love the game. So here we have the game. I couldn't sleep for two nights. Because I want to say, God, please tell me. How did you shut down the games? Boom. Oh, well, I'm like, excuse me. The game, all of them, boom. I mean, that's unheard of. What will we do without the game? (laughs) He says, I'm bigger than the game. I'm more important than the game. I've been preaching that for years. But I have never seen the manifestation. Never. And I have never seen people humbled. Humbled. I'm not a prophet. Can I tell you something? This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. I've, I've been teaching and preparing for this a long time. This is just the beginning. Just, he's always been God. He's always been God. Isn't it something that all of a sudden that our wealth, our materialism, couldn't protect us anymore? Please, come on, help me out. All of a sudden, it didn't mean anything. All I need is a mask, and then you get 20 of them for a dollar. They don't have any. Because if I don't get that mask, these things mean nothing. He said, All the nations are mine, yes. Pastor Simpson. Yes. You know, I got to make a confession. I think we make light of God. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, even me, I, I, I think that the whole holiness of God and who he is, who he really is, I don't know that men and our leaders have been able to express to us the reality of who he is. I got a scripture I want to share with you. This is for me, for sure. Bill prayed it would be for me. This is certainly for me. How do we use this? And and I mean, how do we use this? There's, I, I don't want you to be, I'm, I'm not intimidated by it, but there's a lesson to be learned. There's something going on. There's something to be gained. God doesn't allow things for no reason. Our trials and our testings, they perfect us. They make us better. They make us better people. And, and this can make us better people, and we need to be better people. Now listen to me. We shouldn't be like the world. First of all, we're right with God. We should be right with God, 100% right. And anything that he allows really ought to be all right with me. I ought to be able to line up with that. All right? I'm not going to run to the hills. I'm not going to give up and faint. And I shouldn't have to kill myself because the stock market fell for a couple of days. All right? That, That shouldn't be my foundation. My foundation is the Lord. Am I making sense anywhere? That, it, it's, it's the security. That's where our security is. It's in him. That's where yours is. All of these things can happen. There's nothing that can prevent them from happening. Wars, rumors of wars. I mean, what is there to prevent? How do you isolate and protect yourself from anything happening? Let me show you this verse of scripture, please. Isaiah chapter 35. In verse 34, he says, he talks, in verse 1, he talks about all the nations. He says, the world. It's hard to me, it's hard for me to imagine that God Is the God of the world, that he knows every nation, that all the souls of his, that he has to deal with all of the world. Isaiah chapter 35, verse 1 says, The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice. Things are going to get better. The blossom is the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it in the excellency of Carmel and Sharon shall they see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen ye the weak hands. Strengthen them. And confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart. Be strong. Fear not. Don't be afraid. Behold, your God comes with vengeance. Even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. He will save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out. That in the desert, streams, the impossible will happen. That people make a way out of no way. In the driest place, Springs of water will burst out and the Holy Spirit will come bursting forth. Really? Yes. When things look the worst, it'll blossom. Verse 7 And the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water, in the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. Okay, Pastor Simpson, now start preaching. Verse eight. And a highway shall be there, and a way or a path or a road. The unclean shall not pass over it. But this highway or this road, it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, though fools, shall not err therein. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there. But the redeemed shall walk there. The redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. I I, I gotta, I gotta, this, this is where I'm at. He says there's this highway. There'll be this highway. And this highway. Is the way. Of holiness. And there won't be any. Contaminant there. There won't be this destructive force there. It's it's a way. Of holiness. It's a highway. And as I contemplate what we're dealing with I feel something within me pushing Pastor Simpson to greater holiness, to greater consecration to God, to fast whatever it is that you do. Whatever it is that I feel that we need to be more in line with God. And and I I live in his presence. I I'm, I'm not saying that, but I can feel like a nudge saying there's more. There there's 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 more in, in holiness.